Curtin Cade mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. These are verses we as believers know and love. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Here's the deal. Trusting God is something we Christians talk about, we remind each other to do. Maybe we underline trust in God in our Bibles. But how it plays out in our lives can vary from one situation to another, and in fact, one personality to another. Absolutely. Like it could put wings on your feet, or it could make you sit in silence. And maybe neither of them are wrong. Yeah. I totally agree. This was a wonderful segment as we chatted with Rebecca Matt. She's a blogger. She blogs at greatandnobletasks.com. This is a good conversation that we want to share with you. But um, you know, one of these things that, that we want to highlight is when it comes to trusting in God, you may feel less than others. You see another believer, and you're like, man, they're trusting in God. Why can't I trust in God in that way? Here's the caveat. Don't look at other people. Look to your Lord, period. Don't trust in what other people say and do. Trust in Him alone. Maybe for you, that's the first step. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. Rebecca, you start out your article, Trust in the Lord, But How, with, with a dialogue between you and your husband. So go ahead and uh, let's unpack that dialogue, just to, it's, as for illustrative purposes. Yeah, this was a, a fun situation uh, I had that I didn't expect with him. Um, we've been married about 30 years, so you just need to know that. And we are very different people. And of course, you know, I'm aware of that. Uh, but we had this conversation and it uh, something just hit me uh, when we were talking. So I was struggling with something that I don't even know what it was. It was something that I wasn't in control of, but I was wrestling with it and I didn't know what to do. And I was a little bit stressed about it. And my husband said to me, you know, this is just one of these times when you really need to trust in God. And I said, oh, that, that is exactly what I need to do. Thank you for that reminder. I'm, I'm always rem- forgetting that I just need to trust in God. Why do I always forget that? And he said, you know, I do the same thing. When I'm under stress, I forget that, and I need reminders of it. But, you know, you just have to trust in God and, and take that step forward. Just move forward in faith sometimes and trust Him that it's everything's going to be okay. You're doing the right thing and just... Uh, take that plunge. And I listened to him and I thought, and I kind of laughed and I said, okay, yeah, that's true, but that is actually not what it looks like a lot of the time when I'm trusting God. And he said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, for me, taking the step forward and doing things and speaking out and all that, that's not really all that hard for me. That's kind of comes to me naturally. What I do when I find myself trusting in God is often the opposite, and I am just sitting still, and I'm being quiet, and mm. I'm waiting. Yeah. And I realize that even after 30 years of marriage, and we've talked about trusting in the Lord so many, countless times, 
And I realized that sometimes that looks very different for him than it does for me, just because of the differences in our personalities. I think that's really interesting. I tend to be of the, the mindset of active waiting as I'm trusting in the Lord. Um, and sometimes we can get that uh, and, and sitting quietly and uh, all of that. But you know what? Now that I reflect upon this, this is what's good about having these conversations, because when we talk about this, then you start to see yourself yes. maybe in a new way. But now that I'm kind of unpacking things here, Rebecca, I can see how the nudge to move forward has occurred in my life as well. But I think my default setting is to be quiet and actively pursue the Lord. So actively waiting on Him, trusting in Him, I use that word actively because it's easy for us to think this is something that is passive. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. That's, that is not what trusting in the Lord is really all about, is it? No, it's not. And and that and when I wait, when I find myself waiting, I do the same thing. Um and I feel like okay, I'm actively waiting, I'm praying, I'm um it's not like I'm ignoring the situation, but I'm realizing that it's it's not in my hands, it's in his hands. Um but for my husband, that all that quiet and waiting comes really naturally to him. And so when he is actively doing something, trusting in the Lord, he's often moving forward. He's saying, I'm going to actively make this decision or move forward in this particular way, and I'm going to trust in God that, this, that he's going to work with this and that this is what he wants me to do and put this movement of mine in his hands. Um, and of course, both of these ways are completely valid. There, and we do them all at different times in our lives, too. Um, I've done both of them. I've moved forward, and I've waited quietly. Uh, and, it, you know, God has worked with all of it. Um, but it just it, it strikes me that our natural personalities might tend us to be in one way or the other. And sometimes we have to do that more uncomfortable thing in order to fully trust in Him in the way we need to in a particular situation. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. God's always after our growth and our increase in trusting Him in particular, but that ties in with our faith. And so maybe He will set up circumstances for us where we need to approach it in a different way. The one thing I never want to do, though— is take matters into my own hands. And maybe because I've done that before and I've been impatient, maybe that's why I tend to back off, you know, and and let the Lord, if I have a default mode, probably it's going to be let God choose. If he tells me to get up and do something, I will. Otherwise, I'm just going to pursue my relationship with him, and I believe he's going to open the door. I I guess it's based upon our experience, too. Yeah, and sometimes I notice when when you're thinking about what to do next, somebody said, well, God can't guide your feet if you're not moving. Oh, God can't wait. Here's well, a Christian cliche. Hang on. Right. Hang on. Yeah, it is God a cliche, but that, cannot, this is what you hear on. when you have to make those. God cannot steer a parked car. Oh, never heard that one. Okay. Same thing, though. You've yeah. never heard that one before? No. Guide your feet when you're not walking is what I've always heard. But, you know, so, but I think both have a, a good place. Do you th- Do you agree? I think, yeah, I mean, and again, I think it's situational. 
uh, sometimes, and I actually haven't heard either one of those phrases. Oh, really? And I, yeah, I haven't. You're and me. you know, I totally, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I totally understand both of those things, but when I think about them, you know, sometimes the not walking or the parked car, um, you know, again, that's the harder thing for me to be, and sometimes I just have to do that to myself. I guess. Uh, my car wants to be moving all the time. And so mm-hmm. parking it is a, is a way of trusting in God and saying, you know, uh, and, and honestly, I think God can work with, a, work with a parked car or with feet that aren't moving. He can because he, his will is going to be done um, in our lives, hopefully, if we are actively trusting in him. So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of see it both ways. And I think different, different times in our lives call for different things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and you know the thing the thing that I also like about this uh, the Proverbs three five and six that you quoted at the beginning of our talk is it isn't only about trusting in the Lord. Um, if you look at that whole verse, it says in all your ways acknowledge Him. Yes. And when I was talking to my husband, we you know like I say we've talked about trust so many times, and that I felt kind of like okay, well I've, I've kind of got that down but the acknowledging him. And I thought, what does that mean? And I realized that sometimes my problem is not so much that I'm not trusting him, but that I'm not acknowledging him. And what I mean by that is I'm kind of forgetting who he is. And when I pray to him in trust, I need to be reminded of who God is, that he is sovereign that this whole situation is in his hands. And if I am acknowledging him and praying to him in that way, I really feel like the times, especially, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm under stress or if I'm feeling impatient or if I'm suffering something that seems like it'll never end. I can pray to him and in remembering his sovereignty and remembering that he is in charge and especially that he sees the big picture and I don't, I can have rest in that. And that gives me this feeling of peace uh, about whatever it is that I'm needing to trust him over, if that makes sense. Um, So for me, the prayer that is involved in trusting is part of that acknowledging him and just remembering um, God's attributes and who it is that I'm talking to when I'm praying. Well, this is good. So we are taking these beloved verses, and we are out of Proverbs chapter 3, verses uh, 5 and 6, and we are talking about how to apply them in our lives. We need to know the Word of God, but a lot of us know the Word, and yet we don't put it into play. We don't put it into action. You know, we don't actually act on what we know. Maybe our knowledge outstrips our obedience. Okay, conviction on aisle nine. So how do we apply what we know? And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have Rebecca with us to talk about these verses. You know what I'm thinking, Rebecca? I think on uh, Producer Mark, I th- I'm looking at the, uh, the rundown for our guests this week. I think we have an open slot on Thursday. We haven't booked that 7 a.m. We haven't booked that yet, have we? That is correct. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that we have some trust in the Lord with all your heart stories that we could share. 
to really see what this looks like and all of its nuances through the testimonies of you guys, yeah, God's people. Sound like a good idea if we open the phones that day, Kate? Yes, I like that. All right, so uh, that's coming up uh, 7 o'clock on Thursday. Rebecca, you see how God connects the dots here? Isn't that interesting? I, I love it. I love it. All right. I love looking back on situations in my own life, too, where I have— I can see that my trust in him at the time, I was confused and I was upset and I was worried. But I love how when you look back a year later or 20 years later, whatever it might be, that you can see that he really did see the whole pic- the big picture. He saw the whole thing and his plan was being worked out even when you were scared or when you were worried or when you were um, completely overwhelmed with what to do. Uh, it was all in his hands even then. This is going to be a faith-building segment as we share your stories on Thursday in the 7 o'clock hour. Rebecca, as always, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Curtain Gate Morning's podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.